let's have a look at the way in which you make decisions. If you were to scale yourself right now from one to 10, how would you scale the way that you make decisions? Would you say you're a 10? In other words, amazing at making decisions. Or would you say that maybe, just maybe, there's some room for improvement? Try this bad boy out for science. You are welcome to take a seat at the table where we use a new lens, where humanity are stakeholders. Different distinctions encouraged, intention starts from a no-judgment zone. A certain age is not criteria and where you become comfortable with the uncomfortable to facilitate a new conversation. Okay, so I am so excited to be here and to share the next 39 minutes with you and really look at the return on decisions at the table. I believe every decision you make has an impact. What if that impact could bring to you and to those that are in your sphere of influence the return that you would want? So if you don't mind, what I would love to do is to share with you what I call one of the decision velocity models that we have. Everything that I do looks at patterns to disrupt what is not working, to create the opportunity to find out what is working, disrupt those patterns that are not serving you and be able to get that return on the decisions in the best way that you can. So because of that, I have created a model that helps all of my clients to be able to make better decisions. Let's have a look at the way in which you make decisions. If you were to scale yourself right now from one to 10, how would you scale the way that you make decisions? Would you say you're a 10? In other words, amazing at making decisions. Or would you say that maybe, just maybe, there's some room for improvement? Would it be around the five, six? I wonder what it is that you've scaled yourself as. Here's the thing that I do know is how you make decisions will determine the results that you bring to the decision table. So imagine if you take a little while to make decisions, if you're frustrated with the way in which you make decisions and you scaled yourself at maybe a three or four, there could be some room for some change. And if you were to make better decisions, maybe you would get the growth that you're wanting to increase in what you're building out in how you're building that out. I'm always, so the people I get to work with are people who are pioneers, innovators, big time thinkers who want to be cutting edge or are cutting edge CEOs and founders and leaders in the industry where they want to be the 1%. And the 1% is whatever that's in your hands that you want to do, you want to bring to this world and you want to make sure that you are doing that well. Imagine if everyone, I mean, you, Mary, George, you know, David down the road, 
And then maybe someone else in your world, your clients were doing the 1% or willing to be the 1%. Would that change how we're building out culture? And one of the ways in which you can stand out and be the 1% is the decisions you make. When you can make decisions that are the right decisions and fast decisions, then that brings you success. All right, let's have a quick look because I know we're going to run out of time otherwise. So here's what I'm going to be drawing on my iPad so that you can see. And so that means I'm going to be looking down a little bit. So just know that the important piece on the screen right now for you to understand is the iPad in which I'm drawing off now. All right, so let's have a look at how we could look at this model. So let's draw this rectangle in the middle here. I don't class myself as a drawer, so excuse it and, uh, you know, please bear with me, all right? Okay, so here's the thing that's really interesting. When you make slow decisions, what happens? Is that going to help you to make the decisions, the right ones that you want? And what I find about that is, that it brings things in your world like this. And we're going to bring that out just a little bit to make it a bit bigger for you. There you go. Things like uncertainty. When you make slow decisions, you ponder, you hesitate, you procrastinate. And often because of it, it can actually bring wrong decisions to the table or you make wrong decisions. What happens is you can often get stuck at this point. And the problem when you're getting stuck, when you're making slow decisions and they turn out to be the wrong decisions, that hits your bottom dollar. You miss out on being able to get that proposal in on time. You miss out on that moment of getting the right team member on board. You miss out on that moment of getting that client across the line and they've already gone to someone else, even though you might have been the better option. Uncertainty means that not only are you uncertain at the decision-making, often anyone that's coming into your world is uncertain as well. The other thing about making wrong decisions and often the slow decisions is that we can go, I'm not sure if that's the right decision. I don't know. And you start talking yourself out of making a decision where you may have known what decision to make at one point almost. You know, you know that moment when you've almost made that decision, you become really uncertain about it. And not only is it the wrong decision, it means that then it takes you back and often gets you back to being stuck. And so there's no movement at all, if not even down the other end that, you know, there's no growth, there's nothing, people don't come to you, they're not attracted to you and your work and what you're doing. And because of that, you lose out, whether it be on the sale, you lose out on whether that's people following you to come along on the journey with you, or you miss out on, you know, lots of things that are really because you just are uncertain about making a decision. 
So would you put yourself in that category? Are you uncertain? Do you sort of make slow decisions, get stuck or stay stuck and maybe make a little decision occasionally, but then it turns out to be the wrong? Well, the other side of it is sometimes making fast decisions doesn't mean that you're going to make the right decision, right? It just might mean that actually, and I'm going to make that a little bit smaller so you can see it there. So the fast decision isn't always necessarily the right decision, right? Because actually what can happen is you can make reckless decisions. And the problem when we make reckless or you make reckless decisions is that where there might have been risk management that you needed to take a moment to look at, you forget about that for a second and you go, hey, this is all good, doesn't matter, we're just going to do this. And what happens with that is that instead of being certain around the decision you're making, you make a wrong decision and calculate it incorrectly and what happens? Yep, you guessed it. You don't hit the right decision. You make a wrong decision. And as a result, you miss out on what could have been a decision that maybe would have brought you different results if you were able to make a decision at that moment. Do you make fast decisions or are you more on the slow scale? If you were to sort of measure this bit here, from slow to fast, where would you think you are on the scale? Here's the interesting thing. Either one is just an indicator of how quickly or how you make decisions. Yet on both sides of that, if you are making the wrong decision, you could miss out or you could get stuck. And neither of those things are going to be helpful, right? to you making decisions. Because remember, when you make decisions, you think about it. Have you made a decision today? Are you needing to make a decision today? Is it the wrong one? Or is it, yep, the other side of this, which is the right one? Here's the interesting thing about this is, sometimes even when we make the right one, we can be slow at making that. And so we actually become quite cautious in the way that, we are making that decision. And what happens then is it can be really inconsistent. What do I mean by that? Well, sometimes you can hit the mark. Sometimes you miss the mark. And this brings inconsistency. It means that if you're working, say, with a team, then they're not sure whether today you're turning up being that consistent decision maker or the one that isn't. Where are you on this model right now? Do you fall into making those fast decisions, but they're the wrong ones and you miss out on And you kind of tend to make reckless decisions in the way that you are in your decision making. Or are you one of those people that are just so slow at making decisions, you get stuck all the time, there's so much uncertainty around your decision making that actually you end up making a lot of wrong decisions or you're inconsistent, really cautious, and because of that, you still make the wrong decision. Or it might be the right one, but you've missed out. I think that that's the even more annoying is by the time you've made a decision, that person's moved on. 
maybe that opportunity has gone out the window or that growth that you knew the answer to that or the solution to that problem, someone else has now done that and you were like, I knew how to do that or I was the one that said about that and then someone else ended up doing it. And I think, you know, that is really frustrating, especially in the business world when you might have known all the answers, but if you're not able to implement fast, unfortunately, there is the reality you can move out. What I love about this is when you're able to make the right decision fast, this brings what I call certainty to the table. And not only is it certainty for you as an individual, it's certainty for the collective. In other words, those that having any sort of communication conversations with you, partnerships with you, going into maybe the client sort of journey with you, when you're able to make those fast decisions and the right ones fast, it allows people to really see, hey, they know their their things. They understand me. They've got this. They deliver well. And because of that, that builds trust, transparency, and it builds this ongoing, if they can do this for this part of it, Imagine what they would do if I keep going on a journey with them. And that is important, particularly when it comes to sales, particularly when it comes to new partnerships that you might be building out, or it's so important when you're, you're doing the tough times, the challenges, the stretches, those, you know, those moments that all of us have to deal with and go through and none of us are the exception to the rule. So imagine if you can go better prepared, come to the board table, better prepared, go to the next boardroom meeting, prepared, go to the next team meeting, prepared, go to the next business potential proposal of investors at the table, prepared. When you can make decisions, the right ones fast, It brings certainty to anyone that is in your world. And for me, that is the what we call the velocity pathway. And anyone in my world will know that the velocity pathway is not the slow pathway, is not the valid pathway, is not the invalid pathway, but it is the fastest pathway to be able to make the right decisions fast. I don't have time to go down what the velocity pathway is if you wanted to go down that way. But let me tell you, it's the better way. It's the way in which you can get what I say, effortless flow. When you have effortless flow in anything that you're doing, you can get and make decisions and pivot. Remember how I said there were, there's always challenges. There's always those moments where all of us have to be more prepared or have to deal with new things or maybe there's, you know, one of the things I always talk about in future analysis is the reality is that we know there's always going to be change in the future. We know there's a forever changing landscape in which all of us have to make decisions in. And because of that, then 
you know, when you're able to make decisions, the right ones fast, with effortless flow, it creates so much faster growth in what you can do. Think about it productivity-wise, just as an example. One of the issues with productivity is not so much the implementation. Yes, sometimes we need to know what, how to, like not even sometimes, we always need to know how to do the strategies of that, how to work out the next, you know, bring the solution to the table. But here's the thing that you're able to do much faster and this creates an increase of the productivity you can bring to the table. And that is when you're able to make decisions because that can help whoever needs to go and do maybe one of the pieces of the project. Maybe it's a team member that needs to communicate with the newest partnership that's coming in the door. Maybe it's the next, you know, making sure that you've got this new group of clients that you now need to communicate with. When you've got effortless flow, everyone knows how to make decisions within that. And those decisions are going towards the bigger vision. And that's what I love about this whole reality of the return on your decisions. We, and that is meaning you and I, when we don't make decisions, it holds us back. It frustrates us. We get stroppy about it and we limit the productivity and that means limit our growth. And, you know, in a world with a forever changing landscape, we need to be able to make decisions, decisions that can pivot us really quickly and shift us in the forward movement. Okay. If you thought about it right now, how would you think if you were able to make better decisions, just think for a minute, how would that improve what you're doing? Would you be building out something different in what you're bringing? Would this be more effective in the way that you work with team, in the way that maybe you turn up to your meetings. Ask the question, do people who you maybe meet with, team, partnerships, colleagues, clients, do they get frustrated with you because you take so long to get back to them? because you can't make a decision fast enough or the right one fast enough. You need to start asking yourself these questions and really determine what's the return on your decisions. Here's an example that I love using this kind of concept is whenever I'm bringing on a new team member, I'm looking at this team member to be a sustainable solution to the ecosystem that I'm building out. And if I'm going to bring them in, I want to know that the decision of bringing a new team member is going to have a return on that. And in this case, I want it to be a return on our culture. Are they going to be able to deliver what is important, the values, everything that we think of as part of the culture that we're building out in our ecosystem. I want to know that my return on that decision of bringing that new person on is going to somehow bring in not just enough to pay for them, but of course, in the increase that we'd want to see by having them as an added value to our team. 
I want to know that my return on the decision of who comes in the door is going to add value to the other team members that we already have. And I want to know that they can think for themselves, make smart decisions and, you know, really want to build out whatever is their part in the company. I'm really looking for when I'm bringing someone on for a return on decision. And when I think of this, I think of this, right? It's return on decision, right? So even when you're return on decision, what is the return on your next decision? on the one you're about to do, the one that you need to do. So what's the return and how's that going to help you increase? So in the case of building out your bottom dollar, how's that going to increase, right? With that return on decision, how's that going to accelerate? Maybe that's the number of members that you have. How's it going to accelerate the impact that you're bringing? How's it going to accelerate who the team that you need to build out, the products you need to put on the table, whoever, you know, whatever that needs to look like for you, the return on. So what's the increase? What's the accelerate? How's it going to accelerate you? And, you know, how's it going to, and I always talk about this, shift the dial forward. And for me, this is extremely important because if we can't shift the dial forward, then what? how's that a good decision at your table, right? So I just can't get in here. So I'm just going to go there. There we go. So if we can't shift the dial forward, then how can we go from you know, and for me, this is the easiest way to describe this is to go from problem to solution. Okay. So think of problem here and solution here. And how do we narrow that gap by shifting it forward? All right. We have to figure this out, right? How do we, when you're making a decision, Imagine if you're making a faster one and the right one, how that could increase what? How could that accelerate where, who, why? What will it shift? How will it shift, sorry, the dial forward? And reality is take you from problem to solution. That's why the return on your decision is so important. So if we go back to what I said, why is return important? Because we need a bigger vision of where we're going. This is the future. This is the results you want. This is the outcome. This is really important to know, right? Because how can we go from where we are now, the starting point, and then make our way to here if we don't make decisions? You see, otherwise we're going to stay here. We're going to get stuck here. Or we're going to want to always go this way and come here to where the future is, the results that you actually want, and get so frustrated because we're always here and never moving the dial forward. When you make decisions, 
when you make decisions, you have the capacity to then be able to shift the dial forward. Do you even know where you want to go, what this looks like, the future, the results, the outcome you actually want? And my favorite question is, if nothing was stopping you, what would that look like? What would it sound like? Who would you be hanging out with? Why would you spending that time with them? What would they need to look like? What would be the impact that you want to bring? What is the bottom dollar that you need to have in your company's account to be able to bring the impact that you are desiring? If we don't know that, if we don't aim for that, then we'll always be frustrated and stuck and unable to move forward. So we need to be able to make decisions and being able to make decisions Actually, what helps you to do that is by having this clear blueprint, this clear sort of thing that you're aiming for, outcome that you're aiming for, a result that you really want, or in the case of who I play with, a future analysis of where figuring out what that looks like, where you want to be in the future, what you want to play out and in the future, and that impact that you have. But here's the thing. For you to ever, and and this is the thing that I get to play, lots of people who play big. This is about capacity. And the way, the only way that you can play this rather than do this is play small. And that's okay. But here's the thing. When you play small, what happens is the decisions you're making you don't have to make really hard ones. You don't have to make really tricky ones. The speed along here to shift that dial might be lots of little ones that eventually gets you to the outcome that you want. But meanwhile, maybe, just maybe, others have already got there and achieved where you wanted to be. Or they've left you behind because they've been able to make decisions that are bigger ones that are able to shift that dial faster for you and for those that are coming on the pathway. So you need to realize, and either way, by the way, is okay. If you want to play small, don't let me stop you from doing that. I know lots of people who love working with people who love playing small and that's okay. You'll still get from starting point to the, the result probably eventually. And if you don't, you're probably quite settled along this way. Then maybe even stop here or maybe you only just get here because you don't have the capacity to be able to make it to here. That's okay. I'm, if that's you, then that's great. I don't get to play with people like that. I love those that really want to move from problem to solution and really want to figure out their capacity to be able to do that. Not just, okay, Not just a little bit of capacity, but go, what do I need? How do I need to make it so I can make those decisions, the right ones, fast, that give me a return on the decision that I'm making? You know, again, knowing how to make those decisions, one of that is being really clear, again, on the outcome, the result the choice that you have, the opportunities you have. And it's really knowing what the drivers are that will help you to get there and the pillars to hold the vision up to be able to take you from your starting point. Your starting point is where you are today, this moment. What decisions you need to make now. 
So this is your now and this is where you want to go, right? The future. So all of this is possible and all of this is awesome. If you know where you want to go, how you want to do that and what that needs to look like. You know, one of the things I get to do, like I said, is help people to shift the dial forward. And I always say, let's start with the 1%. Because again, if I was doing my 1%, you were able to do your 1%. George down the road was able to do his 1%. Mary was able to do her 1%. We would shift the dial forward. And what is awesome about that is, imagine lots of people who are willing to do their 1%. That's lots of people who are willing to know intentionally their return on their decisions. That would make for much more certainty in a world. Remember this place here? Remember when you make the wrong decision and it's slow, you often get stuck. So you'd stay at that starting point. And there's so much uncertainty for you. And like, imagine if you you didn't know what it was or the outcome or the result that you wanted. And you knew you didn't want to stay where you are but you kept making wrong decisions because you couldn't make up your mind of where you're wanting to go, let alone next, but move towards in a big way. What if, you know, you just kept making really fast decisions? They were reckless, but because you made silly mistakes, you kept failing, you kept not making the right decisions because they're so fast that you're making and you miss out. What if it was because you are so inconsistent in the decision-making that even though you're maybe moving along your journey and you're not at the starting point of, you know, but towards shifting that dial towards the bigger vision and you were being really cautious and it was taking a lot of time and it's so slow and you're inconsistently. In other words, your growth is going forward at times, but then, you know, it's slowing right down or going backwards. How frustrating is that for you and anyone else that's going on the journey with you? And what if you could make from today onwards the right decision fast, become the next 1% to move and shift that dial forward? Would that change how you make decisions going forward if you really looked at the return on your decision? Okay, remember how I asked you at the start of this at what number you are at right now? And I said, what if you're a three or a four? Maybe you said you're a five or a six. If you were to put some of these things in place, if you were to really know what the next of where you want to go is really clear, would you make quicker decisions? Would that be helpful? If you were to be able to take you on a journey that you had effortless flow, just like here, would that give you certainty? Would that increase where you're going? I want you to think about what it could look like if nothing was stopping you and you could go to your next level really certain about how you make decisions. Would you be able to do this at a much faster pace? Would you be able to increase the indicators of your results at the table at being 
better. So every time you go at the end of the month, would have that been on a much bigger increase? If you could do this, would people have more certainty to come on as your client or would you make more sales because you had so much more certainty? Would that make a difference to how many sales you've got through the door? How many leads are coming through because you know who to have? Would you be able to give team better direction so that they could then make better decisions and maybe go and do what they're meant to do more effectively? How you make decisions at the decision table makes a huge difference to the outcome that you bring. I hope that as you've listened to this, as you've learned this whole decision velocity, decision system, that you start thinking about what are the returns really, isn't it, on the decisions that you've made on the decisions you've got to make today and on the decisions that you need to make going forward. I hope this is helpful. You know, if you want support in being able to do your 1% better, then just, it's for free. I'm not selling anything, by the way. I'm just saying, if you want to be able to do your 1% and shift that dial forward, then make sure you check out the 1% movement so we can support you to help you make your 1%, do your 1%, shift towards the bigger vision and be able to make those decisions. And really, I do believe success comes when you're able to make the right decisions fast. I hope this is helpful. I hope that this gives you more certainty in what you're doing and how to make sure that you prioritize this. I hope that, you know, you're able to increase, remember this, increase whatever that is for the growth that you're looking for as your outcome, your results at the table, the bigger vision to what you want to do. I hope that this helps you to accelerate the impact that you have. The decisions that you now make will accelerate what that looks like for your team, for you, for the difference that you bring into this world and that you now, knowing that you need to have a return on your decisions, you'll make better decisions that actually will help shift the dial forward from problem to solution. You've got this. I'm excited to learn how this has been helpful to you. So reach out, let me know how you're starting to make better decisions that really do shift the dial forward and narrow the gap from problem to solution. Amazing droplets of wisdom for you from today's episode. Make sure you subscribe, ensure you leave an awesome rating and review. Our hope is this podcast creates a new awareness, activates ownership to what is next, a curiosity for the need to be part of the change, and to make footsteps of sustainability from today onwards. If you want to further your journey with us, then apply to join us at our next Leaders Movement Parlay. The link is in the show notes. We appreciate you. Help us to help build a tribe who make humanity as stakeholders. To achieve this together, recommend this podcast to leaders, innovators, and movement changers.
Big love. Until we see you on the next Decision Table Series podcast episode.